Hey, hey, hey. Country lady back in the building one more again. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now. Father God, I'm asking you to decrease me as your Holy Spirit increase. Father God, to give your people exactly what you want them to hear, what you want them to meditate, ponder on, digest, just think over, Father God, and and, and apply it to their life daily. Uh, on a daily basis, I thank you for waking us up this morning, clothing our right mind, starting us on our way with the use and activity of all our limbs. I thank you for being a forgiving and loving father. I thank you for your agape, unconditional love. And I thank you, God, for um, for repentance. So, God, I come before you with sincere repentant heart. I repent for every sin that I committed in your eyesight. did not glorify or please you, Father God. Hallelujah. Sins of omission, commission, transgression, sins known and unknown, seen and unseen, in our conscious and unconscious mind. I repent for every sin, Father God. We repent for every sin that we committed in your eyesight that was not pleasing and glorifying you. I declare and decree it is so. And whoever is meant to be on this talk right now, God, they will be. And I pray that they be blessed. I pray that they take something away. Um and, and just marinate and just apply it to their life, Father God. Whoever catch the replay, bless them as well. I declare the created so it is already done. I seal it in through by and with the precious blood of the Lamb. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. So tonight, I had to jump on here. I know I keep talking about consistency, being consistent. I didn't get to do um my talks last week because I was, wasn't feeling good. Um, Still getting over it um like it's just trying to linger but it got to go it got to come about of me it can't stay in me it got to go because i got things to do i got to be in good health for the lord to spread his word to share his word with my brothers and sisters so i just came on here to you know to just talk to y'all encourage y'all uplift y'all with the times that we're living in today it's just so much going on and, and and then I was talking about with somebody how homelessness is really, really an issue in our um in our communities, in our towns, in our regions, and cities. Homelessness is really um a big time thing, and, and it's like you can't get no help any which way you turn, or sometimes people don't be doing don't do what they should do to get that help. But then you have workers, oh, I'm I'm trying to help them, and I got this, and I got my own stuff. Well, you at work right now, your own stuff is put on, on, on the back burner when you come to work. You leave it at the front door, check it at the front door, or check it and leave it at home. You are here to help people get what they need, help people live, help people, you know, reach their goals, exceed their goals. When you on a job, you don't talk about what you got to do outside the job. That's your personal business, not what you got to do on your job. And that really burns me up when people do that. I can't say, oh, well, um, my home life, I got to hurry up and get home because I got to do this and do that while I'm still on the clock. No, we have to learn how to check our baggage at the door or leave it at home. Don't bring that to work with you because. Our your problems, our problems is not our clients' problems, our customers, our patients. That that's not their problem, nor is it their business. And I used to bring my stuff to work all the time, but I I got and I still struggle with it a little bit, but I not like I used to. Like 
I really get we really gotta be intentional and consistent on checking our bags at the front door or leaving it at home. Don't even bring it out the house with you. Because when we come to when we come to work, we come to do a job. <clears throat> Not tell people, oh, I got to do this and I y'all got to hurry up or y'all got to do this or you gotta come on because I got to go home and do this and do that. That's not people's problem. Make arrangements, take care of your stuff before you come to work. You know, get your work done, then you go home and take care of your personal business. I, I just don't I don't I just don't like it, you know what I mean? And being on both sides, you know, like a worker in or like a person that need that help, the recipient, you know, I kind of understand, but we have to learn how to leave our stuff outside the workplace. We can't, don't bring your personal business to the job. We do that a lot. I know I used to do it a whole, whole lot. I, I know I did. Oh my God, it was, it was the, what was me? And oh, why is this happening to me? And I want everybody to hear what happened and what so-and-so did to me. And people look at, they eating up your business because you're telling it to them. And what they end up doing is taking your business and, and, and use it against you. And, and talking about you. And you wonder why everybody looking at you crazy because you told your business. And I've done it recently, and I ain't gonna lie, but I have, I, I'm not doing it to the point that I used to do it. Like it was an ongoing thing. It was, I did it so much. That I know I was getting on people's nerves, talking about the same thing. We don't get like keep talking about it. It's going to change. No, it's not going to change. Nothing will change unless you change it. People can't do what they want to do to you unless you allow them to do it. So all that, what was me crying about it and why this and why that? Because we allow it, and I can speak for me. Because I know I allowed a lot of stuff in my lifetime. But I'm getting to that place. I, I believe I'm at that place where it's like, all right, enough is enough. Can't do it. Not going to be able to do. I'm not going to be able to do. Just can't. You know, I don't know how any of y'all might feel, if you can relate, if you understand what I'm saying. But I thought I would get on here and conversate with my wisdomers, my people. You know, feel like I ain't been on here in a while. So I said, <laughs> excuse me, before I get on my prayer line, my family prayer line, let me get on my other family um, line or live and talk, you know, with my peoples, my brothers, and my sisters. Matter of fact, let me see. Let me see who on here right now. Let me check y'all out. Um, Give a shout out to Way. I don't know. I ain't going to mess your name up. My brother Ishmael, Amy, Michael J, Israel, uh, Otis, Mark, and Frankie. I'm just giving y'all a shout out. You know, how y'all doing? How you doing tonight? Like I said, I thought I would just come on, do a random discussion. It's mainly homelessness. I really want to, really want to deep, you know, dig into want to focus on because it's a lot it's it's really going on you got people that's staying in the woods they stay wherever they can stay 
Like we we spend all this the United States spend all this money being in everybody else's business, but you can't make sure your people got a place to stay. You got all kinds of abandoned buildings, houses and stuff that they could be fixing up so people can live in them. They could be rented out. Like Maryland, where I'm close to Salisbury, Maryland, they are coming up with making all these little houses, right? And everybody going to be living in there, the homeless people, it's for the homeless people. But my thing is, when I thought about it, when I when I seen the houses on the, on the news, and when I thought back about it, after I came home, um, from being in my mother-in-law's house, that's how I saw it, because I don't watch the news. I don't, I don't get the news, period, anyway. That's neither here or there. But when I saw the little houses, and a couple of days went by, and I was talking to somebody, one a sister in Christ, and I was like, oh, I would not want to be over there, because it's just, you might have to say, it's, it's just a little mini-me of the projects. And you're going to get everybody over there, and it's going to be stuff. Because they're so close together. It's like these little houses are so, like, to me, they, they kind of like on top of each other. And you're going to put all these different people over there that's homeless and got nowhere to stay. You don't know what they're doing, that they got, they drugging and drinking or whatever. And you're going to put all these people in the same vicinity, in the, right there, just right around each other to see what's going to happen. That's what I think. But that's my brain. That's my mind. That's how I'm thinking. But I, I can tell you already, it's it's going to be something. And you got people with kids and <coughs> all that over there. Uh-uh. It's, it's going to be, like, really congested is what I'm saying. And you know when it's congested, people get to acting crazy. They get to arguing and fussing over minor stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just don't understand why this is such a big thing homelessness is such a burden like it's it's so bad these days it's not even funny man i i don't i don't want to be homeless at this time at this time and days that we in i just don't want to be homeless i wouldn't want to be homeless at this time and i think that they really should focus on this more than what they are and getting people out the woods, getting people wherever they stay in that, trying to stay at, trying to, you know, have somewhere to lay their head, even though they still outside. And then making sense to y'all because it's really like, it's really like bothering me. Because you can't function when you, you know you don't have nowhere to stay and you're trying to find somewhere to stay. So you can have a peace of mind. You know, it's just really bothering me. And especially when it hits close to home. There's a loved one or a close friend. Y'all got, excuse me, I'm still trying to get over this viral upper respiratory infection, they say, a.k.a. cold. They don't even call it, they don't even call it a cold no more. They got to come out with these big dramatic names because Oh, COVID came, coronavirus came. So now you don't even call it a cold no more. Oh, you have what we call an upper respiratory infection, uh, a cold. So say it's a cold then. Like, why you got to go through all that? You know, I just really want to get on here and basically <laughs> vent. 
you know, this 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 thing right here. Oh God, I be I, I God, I need you to help our our people that's homeless because we had a hot summer, a really hot summer. So y'all know we're gonna have a really cold winter, and for people to be outdoors like that, man, it's not right. It's just not right. Fix up these abandoned buildings, fix up these houses, and give people a place to stay. Matter of fact, create more shelters around here. You got two shelters. Come on, you know, create some more, maybe two more somewhere, and and get people off the streets and give people a place to stay, and be and be realistic with what you want them to do when they come in this shelter. Be realistic with what they supposed to do. Work on saving your money so you can get you a house and get out of there. Um, if you want them to get jobs, ask them what they do, what they like to do. Don't just send them somewhere, especially somewhere they ain't never did it before. They never did this kind of work. You know, work with the people. Don't don't use homeless people just because you can get some money off of them. Come on now. Everything is about the almighty dollar bill. No, don't do that. The word said, when you do it to the least of them, you're doing it to me. So when you're treating God's people any kind of way, people that's homeless and can't get away or whatever, when you do that to them, you're doing that. He's saying you're doing it unto me. That was the word said I could take you to when you do it to the least when you do it to the uh unto the least of them, you're doing it unto me. So if somebody hungry and you don't give them no food, you're doing that to God. That's what he's saying. Oh Jesus help us today, God. Woo, that's all I've been saying all day. Lord help me. Lord help me. Jesus help me. Jesus, I'm calling on the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, because, honey, it is so much going on out here. Every time you turn around, you hear something. I, I'm like, can I just, can I just get it? Can I just get a little breath? Can I just steal a little bit? You know, that's me stealing a little bit of air, steal a little bit of breath. Like, can I catch a word? Can I get my breath? Get off me, Satan. Get off me, man. I'm not going back out to the world. I'm not turning my back on God. I'm just not doing it. So, you know, he he will be on your neck, though, because he, he trying to take everybody that he can with him because he knows his time is up. So he said, my time up. I'm going to grab everybody I can. And take them right down there with me. And the crazy part about it is when it's all said and done and Satan got all the souls he done stole, snatched, killed, steal, destroyed, he gonna say, You should have stayed with God, you dummy. You now you stuck down here for all eternity with me. And gonna laugh at people. Cause people wanna do what the enemy wants to do. The word says you could you 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 only was let me get it right. The word says you can't serve two masters at one time. You either love the one or hate the other. Which will it be? You want this? You want the non-smoking section, or you want the smoking section? Oh, let me let me switch that. You want the one-way ticket, the one-way flight to heaven, uh? Or you know, let me let me how I'm trying to put this. I'm trying to figure out how I'm trying to put this. Do you want you want a you want a a, a fast ticket a, a fast pace 
one-way ticket straight to hell or do you want to take the the uh, what you call it first class the first class plane ride to heaven y'all get what i'm trying to say uh, i don't want to go to hell period so i don't know about nobody else but that's what he want people to do he giving everybody what they want and people not even paying attention when god gives you something you you ain't got to sell nothing you ain't got to um worry that when when time come collections come you you got to give your soul to the devil no you don't do that with god god wants to see us blessed he wants to give us blessings he got blessings in our storehouses stored up for us and he said, I want you to have a good life. I never meant for y'all to live like y'all living. <clears throat> but that's how it be. People don't want to do right. They want to do what they want to do. They want to live their life the way they want to live it. And not how God wanted us to live. How he created us to live. The purpose that he put in us, the plan, the call, and the anointing. People want to live how they want to live, reckless, dangerous, party all the time, get high, drink, and just do life the way they want to do life. And no, that's not it. We can't do that. But again, I was really getting on here to really talk about how much homelessness is really, um, it's just a big deal out here. It's a big thing. And people are like, I don't know people, I don't know what the issue is, why everybody, a lot of people are homeless. A lot of people don't have nowhere to live. Like, there's jobs. I mean, I I just don't get it. Um, I can understand when, when I came back from Georgia, me and my husband and my son came back from Georgia. We didn't come back knowing that we had a place to stay. I knew my son had a place to stay because I made sure he had a place to stay. Because there's no reason for him to be homeless. No reason for none of us to be homeless. But I made sure he wasn't going to be on no street. And so when we came back, thank God for my mother-in-law, because me and my husband would have been on the street. But thank God for her that she let us stay with her. She talked to the landlord and everything. And they let us stay for two weeks and then they let us stay another two weeks. So... And then for in that month, God came through. I mean, He came through all the way, honey. And I'm in the pl- the place I'm in now. I've been here ever since. So you know, I I make sure to do what I need to do, um, so I don't end up in that situation again. I I don't I don't want to be, even though I wasn't technically homeless, but still. And the crazy part about it is. I was calling on every church that I've been to, every church that my husband took me to um, and introduced me to folks and that day. And I was calling on all the churches and nobody could help us. Either they couldn't or they wouldn't. And I was like, all right, God, it must not be, I, I ain't even say it must not be me. I was just trying to understand, God, why all these people that say they love you and they serve you and they worship you and they praise you, why none of them ain't helping us? But somebody else had an accident, um, their house burnt down and got robbed at the same time, and everybody took up donations. I say, like, well, hold up. Is it because we don't have titles? Is it because we ain't preaching? Is it because we ain't popular enough? What is that about, God? Because I, I you got to school me because I don't understand. I need, I need clarity. 
I don't even understand. But I never sat still long enough to find out what God was saying. And maybe he didn't want them to help us. I don't know. Sometimes we put ourselves in situations and maybe God will make it where people can't help us or won't help us. I don't know. I, I don't have his mind. I can't speak for God. I just need something to drink, girl. So, I just, I, I wish I had so much money that I can build shelters, um, homes for women that's battered and bruised, beaten on, abused, elderly people that need somewhere. And it just, just, I want to just build, if I could build a whole community. Lord Jesus, I build a whole community here. Children would have a rec center, a place to go after school. Women would have a place to live, get on their feet, get on their own. Elderly people, just like I want, I always want to help. If I could help, I would help. I love helping people, and that's a um, that's a gift as well. The, the um gift of helps, and I love helping people. If I can, if I got it, I give it. You know, I'm always trying to help, no matter whether it be family or not, friend, associate, coworker. If I can help, I'm gonna help. <clears throat> That's just me. So I just, I just really wanted to get on here and to chat with y'all about this homelessness problem. Is is really a problem? And 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 in the same token, it might be a problem. But what are the people that's that's homeless? What are you doing to get to that point? How do you reach that point in life? Some people, I don't know. I guess they don't don't want to abide by rules and procedures, policies. I don't know. Um, some people really can't help it. I don't know. I don't I don't know everybody's situation. I just know it's a really, really big problem. It's a burden. And when you got all these abandoned houses and people ain't living there that could be fixed up and could be rent allowed low income to people that is on these streets, sleeping in the woods, sleeping wherever they can sleep, eat whatever they can eat, it, it, it's a problem. We really should be looking out for them and helping them, you know. The best way we can now. If you don't want to be helped, then you gonna be. Then you gonna remain where you at. Cause in order to get help, you got to follow rules. You got to follow what people say. You can't just do what you want to do. When you want to do it, how you want to do? Not gonna be able to do, boo. But I'm just saying. I'm talking about this because it's a real deep, deep issue. Like. It's like, is is it the norm now? Is this is this another thing that has become a part of the new norm? Uh, because we've been dealing with this for years, you know. And I just don't see what they're doing other than building these houses. But everybody can't get in them houses. They put their name on the list, and a lot of people didn't even know about these little houses. So how can they put their name on this when a lot of people didn't even know about them? I just. I just take it to God, y'all. I, I, I just got to really be consistent 
and intentional on taking everything to the master in prayer and leaving it there. And the problem is when 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 I used to be told that by my mother in law, you gotta put it in God's hands and you gotta leave it there. And I'm like, but 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 he but they but she um um she did this and no when they say put it in God's hands that means don't ponder on it, think about it like that, um, don't talk about it like that, you know, just work on, like, getting yourself together. I I just, it's just, it's, you just really got to be intentional and discipline yourself um, to, if you want some help with it, you got to go to the, the main source, the power source. We got to plug into God, plug into the main power source because we need that power every day. We need God's love and God's help every single day. I'm telling you. So you just got to um, learn how to take it to God in prayer and leave it there. Don't talk about it. Try not to think on it, even though we're human. So. We we probably go around. I can speak to it. I think about some things that I, I I gave it to God, but it still come across my mind. Still, still come up on my, in my mind every now and again, and I'm like, Lord Jesus, help me. I don't know why I'm thinking about this or thinking about that person or whatever. So you know, I don't know what y'all think about, you know, what I'm talking about, the discussion. And I really don't like the fact that my voice is still jacked up. <laughs> it's already like a baby voice, and then now it's jacked up because of this so-called cold viral upper, upper respiratory infection. Like, oh, my goodness. And it seemed like it's sinus or allergy or something. I don't know. I guess it's all a cold. But I just wanted to get on here and talk. I want y'all to think. I forgot about y'all. I ain't been getting on here. Like, we're a country lady yet. Country lady been not feeling good and tired and just trying to get back in the swing of working. You know, after being down for a while. So... And plus, I haven't been waiting to get on <coughs> Wisdom app. So, even though I'm going through stuff, I still got to persevere and do what God said do. You know, can't use that as an excuse. Because I'm going through something, you know. I'm going through some things. I still got to do what God called me to do. I still got to be obedient to God and do what he called me to do. Whether I'm feeling bad, whether I'm going through something in my house or, you know, everyday everyday life, everyday issues of life, you know, still got to do what God called me to do. We still got to do what God predestined us, purpose us, created us to do, whether we're going through something or not. Now that you put on the back burner, and you go help somebody else. 
you go encourage somebody else. You go and uplift somebody else that really, really going through and don't know what to do, don't know how to come out of it or get through it. Like from that one, since the nursing home, I'm like, God, get me through this situation. Help me get through this, this situation. Instead of God, get me out, get me out. Lord, I need you to get me out. I want to get out of this. No, God, get me through it. Take me through it. Because when he takes us through something, we can learn the lesson that he wants us to learn if we pay attention. But if he just gets gets us out, we won't learn nothing. And then before you know it, you'll be right back in that predicament again. So it's best to ask him to get you through whatever it is you're going through. Like, I, I know for me, um, I don't know if it was yesterday. It might have been yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I just felt like, oh, Lord, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. It's like everything is coming down on me, God. What is going on? You know? Oh, I, I was, that's what I was going to say. I felt like my back is against the wall. It's up against the wall. But that's when God will come and God will make a way. He'll make a way out of no way. And we just, we always go to reacting first, reaction. And then we want to pray later. We want to react first and then pray later. We, when we supposed to pray first. Because I did that yesterday. I went to the telephone. I called my mama. I called my mother-in-law. I was upset. I didn't even think about praying. I was going to my girlfriend's house. At that point, I, I probably was because I, me and her was going to go in prayer, but she wasn't home. So I got in my car and I took myself home. And I just was truly upset. I, I let this person take me, as as my girls say, take me out of my character that quick. And that's what the enemy do. Every time I talk or try to encourage people, and give God's word, the enemy comes at me. And it, it ain't no small thing neither. So, you know, but I still got to do what I got to do. I'm not bowing down. I'm not backing off. I'm not backing up. I'm not giving in. I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm definitely not going back out in that world because there ain't nothing out there for me. I go back out in the world and then try to make it in. I barely probably, I barely am making it in. I probably won't make it back into the kingdom of God. I can't, no, I'm not. Mm-mm. I just can't do it. I just call on the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. You know, I don't know about nobody else, but I got to learn how to do that first. Start pleading the blood, praising God, singing when when stuff is coming down on me. Instead of I run to the phone, Call my mama and my mother-in-law. I call both of them. And this is happening. And da da da. My mother-in-law say, but we just got to pray. Got to take it to God. Got to put it in his hands and leave it there. She's been telling me this for the last several years. Like, you would think I got got the clue. I got the hint. But I just wanted to holler at y'all tonight. 
do my working out Wednesday. I was going to do one yesterday, but no, I didn't do it. And my sister asked me, was I going to get on? But no, I didn't get on. Um, But I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. I hope I'm making sense to y'all. I pray that you got something. Like, sometimes I wish that when I'm talking on here, it would be a billionaire on this joint. Oh, you say you want to do what? You want to do X, Y, and Z? Here's the money. Go do X, Y, and Z. Uh, you want to help so-and-so out? Who are they? They got cash up here. Help them out. Or I got a house. Or I got this. Or I got a job that they wanted. You know, just help. Help, period. You know, we don't help each other like we used to. At the time we used to help each other, and ain't think nothing about it. And if I need you, you help me. If you need me, then I help you. You know what I'm saying? But we don't do that no more. And the words say, men have become lovers of themselves. They come, they're people, they're pleasing themselves. They ain't worried about nobody else. It's all about them. And I guess their circle or their family or close friends. But they don't just help people no more. And then when you go to these agencies to get help, they want to know every shred of piece of business, your business, personal business. They want to know everything before they help you. Like, I don't know. I don't think the money coming right out their pockets. You know what I'm saying? They they acting like they shelling out the money out their pocket. And I just don't. I just, this, this world. The way this world is just, just wicked, y'all. Don't nobody. There's no love no more. There is no love. There's, there's lack of love. Not even in your own family. Everybody turning against each other. That's why I call it tonight a random talk. Because I'm digging in everything. You know how you go to them. Them, them buffets and you you dig in your hands and everything. You you want a little taste of everything. Well, this this here is the buffet, uh, you know, the world buffet. You know, this it's a buffet of life, you know. And we just don't we not helping each other no more. We're not different no more. We're not we're not saying to each other, I love you. We're not saying you can get you can make it. What you need me to do? How can I help you? What do you need help with? Now, don't get me wrong. This fight, there's people out here who's doing that. But I just, it's it's so, it's not that, it's not that many. We need everybody helping. If you can, you know, and it ain't always got to be about no cotton picking money. You can you can donate your time. You can sit with somebody. You can pray for somebody. You can hug them. You can be a listening ear to them. And just listen. Or you can offer advice or you can you can put them in the direction where they can get the resources that they need. That's what I'm saying. It ain't always gotta be monetary they always gotta be about money 
So, I just wanted to get on here to my brothers and sisters before I go do my family prayer line. Let me see who else is on here because more people came on here. Shout out to Sonny, Lulu, Frankie. I think he was down at the bottom. Celine, Meta, um, Matthew, Tina, Bree, Stanley, Cool, Mercy, Mr. Two Extra, Nancy. I'm just shouting y'all out, Tiffany, uh, Brother Predator. I think that's your name. Amy, Danielle, Miss Cecilia, hey, Miss Cecilia, Ezekiel. I love it when people have um, biblical names. John, Daquan. <laughs> I got a son named Daquan, but I don't spell it like that. Um, are you a licensed minister? Okay. Um, what else? Or who else I should say? Michael, up oh, there go my favorite couple, the Stevensons. Hey, people, I'm just I'm just talking about, you know, a little bit of everything, cause I didn't I could I didn't think of a topic or title or whatever, but I know homelessness is really something that need to be that need to be talked about, cause it's sad. Um. Robin, Ray, Shane, Monique, I'm just calling, I'm just shouting y'all out, Philip, Philip, child of God, Greg's, take, uh, I talk, said Ishmael, uh, the rest of y'all down here, uh, Mark, but, um, yeah, I, I just like to, I like encouraging people, trying to lift people up. You know, even even when I might be down, I still want to lift somebody else up, try to make somebody else's day. Um, if I can help somebody else, that makes me happy. That makes me smile to know that I can encourage somebody else and help them through what they're going through. You know, I know that somebody somewhere is praying for me, got me on their mind. You know, that song said, took, took out time and prayed for me. They had me on their mind. And I know that I'm being prayed for. I know that my church people, they pray for me. So, you know, I got to I gotta help other people. The word said we have to put others before ourselves. And I know people think that that's, that people don't believe that, but it's the truth. It, we, we're supposed to serve. I'd rather serve than to be served. That's how I feel. I don't know. I can't speak for nobody else. But I'm always trying to help people. I'm always trying to do something for people because that's just the heart that I have. And that's the heart of my father. So I, I've been going through for a long time. This this year I've been going through. But I still thank God because I'm still here. I still have breath in my body. I'm still in the land of the living, you know, the enemy is attacking every area of my life. Every area. But I can't let that stop me. One, don't, what did it say? Don't know one monkey stop this show. I still got to go on. I still got to 
what my father called me to do. Jesus said he was 12 when he said he got to be about his father's business. So if he was 12 years old, say he got to be about his father's business, we got to be about our father's business as well. Don't matter how old you are. You still got to be about your father's business. You got to do what he called you to do. We all have a part in the kingdom of God. We all have a purpose. We all have a plan. We all have a calling, anointing on our lives. Whether we walk in it, whether we embrace it, whether we um, do to fulfill it, do what God called us, you know, it's up to each individual. But you got you to gotta call in an anointing on your life. But we got to get out of it. We got to get from that. We got to get from the grips of the devil's hands so that we can do what our father called us to do. And that's just how, that's how I feel. That's what I believe. Everybody else don't share the same belief, but that's what I believe. He said, I knew, he said, I knew you before you were, before you were formed in your mother's womb. I knew you. He says, I knew who he called you to be before you was even in your mind or thought about getting pregnant or when she was going to get pregnant or if she was going to get pregnant. Before them things even crossed her mind, he already knew who he called you to be, what he called you to do, what he assigned you to. We all have assignments. We all have a specific people, group of people that God will have us minister to. That's why when we go through stuff, it's not for us. It's for the specific handful of people that God go, that God wants us to minister to. So when you see what they going through, oh, I've been here. I've been through this. This is what I had to do to get through it. This is what you need to do to get through it, my sister, my brother. This is what's this what has to happen for you to get through this situation. Because I've been there, done that. He turned my mess into a message. My test into a testimony. Hallelujah. I'm not even gonna go there. I I'm, I'm, I'm I feel myself about to go to here. But it's the God's honest truth. I just I'm just sharing what I know, what I know to be true, what I read. Or read in the book, in the Bible, in his word. I'm telling you. God is awesome. And and we're not waiting on God. God waiting on us. And he just that patient. He just that patient. He one of them patient fathers. I wait. I got all the time in the world. I wait. And then we got a lot of prodigals out here. A lot of prodigal sons and daughters. They need to come on back home. I'm telling you. Woo, Jesus. I didn't even I didn't even know what where I was going tonight, what I was gonna talk about. But I love that about the Holy Ghost. I love that about the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, you even if you do prepare something to talk about, you can write notes and take notes and write your little sermons and stuff. And honey, here switch it. Here we go. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He'll flip the script. That's the name of my podcast. He'll flip the script. You, I should be on that thing every day talking, but I don't. I'm not on it every day. I'll get on here more than, than on my podcast because I used to get on that every day and be talking. Like, I got people in the UK, people in China, Japan, 
Italy, Australia, Mexico, they everywhere, Indian, listening to India, listening to my podcast, the ones that I have done. Um, and I'm like, wow, people listening to me everywhere, you know, but I still haven't been like, I, when I do wisdom app, what I do is I download, um, my wisdom app <coughs> and I upload it to my, my flip the script podcast. That's what I do. So, yeah. So tonight I would need to download this when I'm done, upload it to my wisdom app. I mean, my, um, Flip the script podcast and let people listen to it. Same thing when I do my Facebook lives every Monday at nine o'clock. I take that and I upload it to my YouTube page. I'm learning little by little how to work this stuff. Um, but I'm getting it because I want to spread the word. I want I want everybody to hear it. So I just, like I said, just wanted to come on here and chat. It's almost that time to go in here and pray for my family. Whether they get on my prayer line or not, I'll pray by myself. I'll pray right over top of that little music that be playing when you waiting to get on. I'll be just a praying because I, I got to do what God told me to do. I got to pray for my family. We got to pray for our family, you know. And so, that's all I got tonight, y'all. I just got, I just had that little bit. I just wanted to show my peeps some love. I just wanted to talk to y'all for for a few. Um, shout out to Dan, Katie, Teresa, Theo. Um, just calling out the ones that just jumped on. John, I think I. Oh, and Lulu, I think he was on here already. Yeah, so I just seen a few jump on. So I just wanted to shout y'all, trying to get in the habit of, of you know, shouting out my people that get on here. Again, I, I'm really going to be on these two words a lot because I, I got to get it in me. I got to drill it in myself. I never did before, but that word intentional and that word consistent being consistent, um, being intentional about being consistent, uh, doing what the doing the things and walking the things that the Lord called me to do. So those two words y'all gonna hear me use a lot. Because I gotta be by my own self to be consistent, to do what I need to do for the uplifting and upbuilding of the kingdom of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. And share with my brothers and sisters. That's what the Lord said. Because I'm I'm not coming from me. I don't ever want to talk from my flesh. I always want the Holy Spirit to speak through me. What God wants you all to know. You all to ponder on. Read. Um, but you know. Just period. So I'm going to say goodnight. Because I got 10 minutes. To get on this. Get on this prayer line. Woo! And then I can lay myself down and go sleep. Because <laughs> I am tired. But by the time I get done the prayer line, yeah.
I, I was going to come on here after the prayer line, but I said, no, let me, let me jump on now. So after the prayer line, I can leave my little self on down to sleep. But I love y'all to life beyond eternity, my kings and queens. It's your girl, country lady, EMJ, back in the building one more again. I thank God for letting me be in the land of the living one more time to get it right with him. And Father, I pray on tonight, I lift your people up, your sons and your daughters, I lift them up on tonight, God. And I ask you, Father, to see about each and every one of them, name by name, one by one. You know them all, Father God. You are a man that sit high, look low. You're everywhere all at the same time, Father God. You said that you are a man that you cannot lie, nor the son of man shall you repent. You said the word that go forth out of your mouth shall not return into you void, but it shall accomplish that which you please, and it shall prosper with to the thing that you sent it. And y'all can't tell them like two of my favorite scriptures because he said, he a man that he cannot lie. So if God promised you something, if he told you something, if he said he was going to do it, then he's going to do it. And he's not going to do it in your timing or my timing. He's going to do it in his timing. Because when he do it, y'all, you better believe he does it right. Everything falls right in line. Everything falls right in place. So that's why I, I say that all the time. But, Father, I pray that you see about each of your sons and daughters you go in their homes. Father God, watch over them as they sleep on tonight, Father God. Watch over them as they go about their day for the rest of the week, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that they, the ones, everybody that drive, Father God, I pray for traveling grace and mercy. I pray that you rebuke accidents, rebuke being stopped by the police. I pray, Father God, that you get them to all their destinations to and from safe and sound, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, I pray that you see about them, see what they need. You know what they have need of. You know what they stand in the need of. And for anybody who feel like their backs, their back is up against the wall, God, make a way. You make a way out of no way. The son said you are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That is who you are, God. And the other song I like you that 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 really resonate with me. It says you did not create me to worry. You did not create me to fear, but you created me to worship you daily. So I'm gonna leave it all right here. I love that song, um, by Anthony and, and I don't know the whole name, um, but um, yeah, I I God gives me songs too, um. He wakes me up in the middle of the night. So when if God wakes you up in the night, you ever find you can't sleep. You, you just can't get to sleep. That means God is trying to talk to you. He got something he wants to say, something he wants to download in you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord, for each and every one that is on this talk, Father God. Again, you know one by one, name by name. I thank them for coming on. I thank them for showing love and support, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God. And I'm asking you to move on their behalf. Father God, like never before, I'm asking you to show up, show out, and show off in their lives like never before, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, you said we are a, a peculiar people, a royal priesthood, hallelujah, a, a holy nation. That's what you call us, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, you said that we are the heed and never the tell. We are above and never beneath. We are lenders and never nobody's borrow, Father God. That is who you say we are. That's who you say we That's how you look at us, Father God. We are your children. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I'm asking you to watch over my sisters and brothers. 
I'm asking that you give him sweet sleep and peaceful rest, Father God. In the mighty name, we'll let him sleep like a baby, Father God. Let them come to you and cast their kids upon you because you care for them. Let them lay down their burdens and take your burden and your yoke because your burden is light and your yoke, your burden is light and your yoke is easy, Father God. Let them learn of you, Father God, if they don't already know of you and about you let them learn of you let them hunger and thirst for righteousness uh, for righteousness father god and anybody if anybody is sick or having um health issues or disease or condition or they dealing with that spirit of infirmity father god come against that spirit of infirmity god i pick the blood on that apply and place the blood of jesus all around it father god i bind that spirit of infirmity oh god and i loose the spirit of good health great health father god you said that whatever we bind on earth we can bind it in heaven whatever we loose uh, in heaven will be loose on earth so god i just thank you for your word right now I thank you for all your sons and daughters, oh God. And Father, I restore the virtue back into my own self, Father God. And I pray that there'll be no backlash, nine, no, or no retaliation come nigh my dwelling. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus, cover us all with the precious blood of the Lamb, Father God. From the credit of our head to the soles of our feet, I thank you for angelic assistance in each and every one of our lives. I thank you for supernatural signs, miracles, and wonders to follow at this, God. But we have to believe. Father God, in order, and we need to let you be revealed totally and, and just completely in our lives, God, so that we can experience and see the signs, miracles, and wonders follow after us, Father God. So, Father God, I declare the previous prayer, Father God, a lifetime prayer. Oh God, it is so. It's already done. Hallelujah. And I plead and I apply, place the blood over this lifetime prayer, still in this lifetime prayer, within and through and by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Okay, peeps, I'm getting ready to jump off here. So I got four minutes. Shout out to Andrew. You just got on. Oh no, Miss Marcy, you have to you've been on Impress. Shout out to Impress. Um, Christy, Lonnie, Curtis. I think I said Katie, I'm not sure. But shout out to all of y'all. Y'all have a, a blessed rest of your evening. Again, I pray for sweet sleep and peaceful rest for each and every one of y'all. And a highly blessed favorite day tomorrow and the rest of the week and your weekend. Um, love y'all to life. I holla. I'm out. Catch you, lady. Go. Bye-bye.